0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Insights. It has been five months since I disappeared. Wow, disappeared. I make it sound so ominous, don't I? Um, Anyway, and in those five months, many things have happened. There was plenty of struggles, lots of tears, adjustments, existential crisis, quarter-life crisis, all the crises that you can think of, they happened last year around September and as a consequence of those I had to learn how to develop better coping mechanisms. You know as a psychology major I thought I had a fairly good set of coping skills but apparently keeping myself busy 24 7 and running away from my fears to put off any unpleasant thoughts and emotions isn't the way. I should have known better right? (laughs) Anyway, alongside improving my coping skills and reigniting my love for literature, I came across something, or rather someone, whom I thought I lost many moons ago. And that was God. If you're not a religious person, I completely understand not wanting to to listen to today's episode, but it would be amazing if you keep an open mind for today. A bit of background, I was born and raised Catholic. I went to a pretty hard school Catholic primary school. I'm talking nuns, 3 p.m. prayers, and a reverend as a head of that school. And to be completely honest with you, my childhood relationship with God can be likened to a slave-master relationship, for lack of a better term. Now, that might sound completely preposterous to some, But as an eight-year-old girl who was taught to fear God rather than to love him, that likened relationship doesn't sound too far-fetched, does it? For my impressionable young mind, it was all about the rules, specifically the do-nots, so that we don't get punished with eternal damnation, a message that was so heavily delivered by the authoritative figures from that school. Every time I committed a sin, I would feel anxious that someone from up high is already taking points off of my heaven pass. And so unsurprisingly, I thought that one had to be completely perfect in order to be even worthy of being unconditionally loved by God. And that ultimately led to my ambivalent attachment with the Most High. I even remember coming to a point where I detested him for not giving me what I thought I deserved. You know, I thought I was doing everything right as a young kid anyway. I was trying my best to lead a very Christian life and yet I was ignored. And this has led me to think that apparently it did not matter if I was a good person or not. What I was desperately praying for was not granted What I asked for, I did not receive. At the age of 15, that ambivalent attachment slowly started to dissipate into a non-existent one. And whilst I was attending mass every Sunday afternoon with my family, it didn't feel holy to me at all. It was comforting for sure because I got to be with my family It was a day in the week where both of my parents weren't working and it was just so lovely to spend the afternoon with them and proceeding to have our Sunday dinner afterwards and, you know, seeing all the people in that church because it was a small chapel and that community was so wholesome and so kind and most importantly, I got to see my brother who was a small kid back then proudly walk to the altar with his signature cheeky smile (laughs) beaming with pride and happiness as he hands over the offerings. For me going to church signified family time as opposed to making time for God. As time went by I started to detach from a part of myself who was once a little Catholic girl Although I did try to carry um, a lot of the fundamental teachings that was instilled in me to live a moral life as best as I could. And then September last year happened. A pivotal point in our lives came. Something we were heavily relying on was denied and it literally felt like the world came crashing down upon us seeing my mum and my dad's strength and hope sucked out of them in mere seconds that was painful to see um they were my they are my pillars of support my rock and seeing them lose their composure felt terrifying because they're my heroes and imagine seeing your Heroes completely bitten down and defeated. No one would ever wish for their heroes to be defeated. I don't know anyone who would want to go through that feeling. My family were all in survival mode since the pandemic began, much like everyone else. And during that time, when we received that bad news, It felt like we ran out of fuel to keep going. I vividly remember running up to my room, falling down on my knees, unable to breathe and just calling out to God. Bear in mind, I haven't prayed in years during that time. But I knew I needed a source of strength. So I closed my eyes, clasped my hand together and prayed. At one point, I even tried, during that prayer, I even tried to bargain with him. I was like, Lord Almighty, if you give us this and that, I promise that I will be this and that and so on. Clearly, my desperation was at an all-time high. And in the coming days after we received the bad news and having this heavy, heavy cloud of uncertainty looming all over us I started praying regularly and to my surprise it felt completely natural. Given my past ambivalent relationship with God and the Catholic religion as a whole I genuinely thought that it would take more getting used to. I even came to this unexpected point where praying felt like meditating and thinking about it now, praying and meditating in many ways is so restrictively linked because it allows a person to really turn inwards and assess what is truly important in their life. It also allows me to let go of whatever isn't in my control. And, you know, for a control freak like me, <laughs> that was hard But it really did lighten my burden and it allowed me to recenter my focus and spend my energy on the things that I can control, on the things that I have influence over rather than sit there and be helpless and wallow in self-pity for things that are so completely out of my control. During my prayers, I also started to be more intentional with what I asked for. You see, before, I would probably ask for an easy life. Probably the ones with no hurdle. But we know that is completely impossible and 100% unrealistic. And quite frankly, meaningless. Because a life with no hurdles to jump through is a life with no lessons learned. And so nowadays, I've learned to ask for strength courage and wisdom to move through any unpleasant events and any unpleasant emotions instead and most importantly the one that we always forget i ask for grace so that i can move through any situations knowing that i am doing my best and that that is all that matters that even if i mess up i can forgive myself And I can allow myself to try again and not beat myself up over it. In hindsight, the momentary defeat that we experienced in September last year was what we probably needed because we were completely unprepared of what was yet to come. So it was a time of getting ready for the Greatness that was yet to come and it gave my family a few more precious months to further deepen our bonds before we all set off to our own chapters of our own lives. And most importantly, that time I found my own way to God. I have established my own relationship with Him. This just goes to show that a relationship with God Allah, Yahweh, El Shaddai, Jehovah, or however you came to know Him, is a deeply personal one. I firmly believe, from my own experience, that it shouldn't be dictated by traditions or imposed through fear. Rather, it should be seeked, it should be nourished, it should be discovered and nurtured, for however long it may take a person to do so. My personal relationship with the Lord is no longer ambivalent. It's not shallow anymore. I now understand that I do not have to be perfect or scared of eternal damnation. For so long, I thought that ticking every box in the Christian list will make me worthy. But the very fact that I seek a relationship with the Lord already makes me worthy. And that is what a lot of people forget. Which is why I think there are so many Catholics or Christians or even just plain religious people that are so impertinent, spiteful and vindictive during the week. But come Sunday and they're at the church with their moral compass due north, praying, presenting their very very best selves, seeking forgiveness, but then returns to their old selves on Monday. Because for them, going to church already constitutes a very Christian life, a religious life. But for me, trying to live every day a little bit better than the previous day is enough living my life in gratuity and fully embodying my faith and weaving that into my daily life as best as I can feels more genuine than following traditions. And even if I did mess up, I now know that I can always get up and find my way back to Him and ask Him to lead me because ultimately, a relationship with God is a relationship built on the foundations of respect and unconditional love. That is it for today's episode of Insights. Thank you so, so much for listening again and welcoming me back. I know it's been such a long time, but having you here with me again is... It, I can feel your energy and it's so therapeutic. <laughs> being able to reflect weekly, put my thoughts into words and conveying it to you guys. It really is extremely fulfilling. I am going to try and make this a regular thing again every week. And I just want to say that if if this week's episode isn't your cup of tea, but you still manage to get through and you still manage to listen and be with me. Thank you so, so much for keeping an open mind. It means the world to me. I know how valuable everyone's energy and attention is. And just having you here with me means a lot. So thank you so much. I wish you all a blessed morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are. I'll see you again next week. Take care. Bye-bye now.